Taking a little day trip? No. Um, Bob and I are driving home to Oregon. You know, I really thought you were a ball player. Well, you were wrong. Was I? Yeah. It is only a game, Jimmy. It's only a game, and, and I don't need this. I have Bob. I don't need this. I don't. I, I gave away five years at the end of my career to drinking. Five years. And now there isn't anything I wouldn't give to get back any one day of it. Well, we're different. Dottie, you want to go back home to Oregon and make a hundred babies? Great, I'm in no position to tell anyone how to live. But sneaking out like this, quitting, you'll regret it for the rest of your life. Baseball is what gets inside you. It's what lights you up. You can't deny that. It just got too hard. It's supposed to be hard. If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. Hey, it's Charlie, and you're listening to the Encouragers United Podcast. Listen to these powerful words from an interaction between God and the prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 4 through 10. The word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Ah, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am only a child. But the Lord said to me, Do not say, I am only a child. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, Now I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. As encouragers, we love to come alongside people and simply say to them, yes, you can. I believe in you. I know you can do this. I used to so enjoy uh, back when I was teaching and coaching, and now even today when I'm in my ministry in different facets, uh, coming alongside somebody, picking them out of the crowd, so to speak, and saying, hey, I want you to try this. Uh, I remember many, many times taking at young athletes who were pretty good in one particular, uh, you know, event in track and field and saying, well, maybe you could try this event, which is something they'd never done before. And many, many times they would say, 
oh, I can't do that. And I would say, why not? And they would say, well, because I, I've never done it before, or I'm too small, or, you know, I, I don't know, I, I don't have any experience with that. And I said, well, how about if we were to give you that experience? Let's do it. Let's try it. I think you could do this. And then if you could do that, plus your other event, then maybe you could do this event. And maybe you could do that other event as well. I used to expand athletes in my coaching situation so that we would multiply, in essence, our effect at a track meet. And I just love to run as many people in as many different events as possible. The metaphor I used is we're going to shoot all the bullets that we have, right? How about you? Can you think of a time when someone asked you to do something that you thought that was kind of over your head that you had no business doing? I know I have. What feelings did you have about attempting to take on that task or that job? Did you give excuses or any reasons why you thought you shouldn't do it? Did those reasons actually keep you from attempting it, taking it on? What is it that most helped you to overcome that fear or that hesitation? You see, if we're ever asked to do something that we're just convinced that we can't do, then I guess in our minds, it sounds like it's foolish to even take it on, right? For it soon becomes an embarrassment to us if we fail. But God here is asking Jeremiah to do something that he knew that Jeremiah couldn't do. And naturally, Jeremiah initially refused. The job Jeremiah re refused was to be a prophet, to be God's representative to his people. And no more job was more important, right? For what is more important than a persuasive presentation of a person living and representing God in their culture or in their world? What is more important than a convincing demonstration of a person living after God's own heart? But Jeremiah refused initially. He said, oh, I'm not qualified or, you know, I don't know what to say. Maybe he hadn't done well in his, his God courses at school, right? He hadn't been around long enough. He didn't have enough wisdom. Ah, oh, Lord God, I, I don't know how to speak. Uh, I'm only a child. But you know, there's usually an enormous gap between what we think we can do and what we are called to do by God. And our idea of what we can do or what we want to do really doesn't matter. It's what God's plan is, right? It's what God's idea for us is. And God's call to Jeremiah was to be a prophet and it parallels his call on us, right? To be encouragers and to be forces for good in our world, in our families, in our work. And the excuses that we often make, you know, maybe they're plausible. They're often statements of fact, but they're only excuses all the same. And I don't think God will accept them. God simply says, don't say I'm a child. You must go to everyone that I send you and say whatever I command to you. Don't be afraid of them, for I'm with you. And I'm going to put the words inside your mouth. You see, we read here that Jeremiah was appointed by God to be a prophet. What has God appointed you to be or to do? Might not seem quite as important as Jeremiah's call, but God does have a unique and original adventure for each and every one of us. Maybe it's to teach a Sunday school class. Maybe it's to start a Bible study or a prayer meeting at your place of work. 
Maybe it's to provide a Christian example to the people around you, especially your family or your friends, to pray for other people. Maybe it's to get behind a local candidate, even in politics. Maybe it's simply to just reach out and witness to your neighbor. You see, we too are really good at pleading inadequacy in order to avoid living out the best that God has for us. How tired he must be of our excuses. I'm too young, or I'm only a layperson, or I don't have time. What reasons are you currently using to resist God's call and appointment on your life? Jeremiah lived in a challenging and changing and dangerous world, just like our own, didn't he? And I see two factors that are working themselves out in this passage. One is God's call on Jeremiah's life. He says, before you were even born, I set you apart, and this is what I want you to do. That's God's call. I truly believe that even before you and I were born, God set us apart and appointed us to do his work and to represent him. But there's also a second part of that passage, and that's God's reassurance of Jeremiah. Don't say that you're too young. Don't say that you don't know what to say. Don't be afraid. I'm going to be with you. You know, in your mind, whatever you're doing right now, I want you to think about two columns. And maybe for your own personal application, you're going to say, how has God called me? What is my calling? What's God's special adventure for me to do? What's his special work that God uh, called me to, right? But the second part of it is, how has God reassured me? How is God setting his words into my mouth, so to speak? Because that's the two-part, the one-two punch of truly living for him. And then the last part I want to encourage you with today is to go and foster this in someone else. Because you're an encourager. You're a positive-minded, high-energy, excited person, right? And your enthusiasm can be very contagious for someone. Now, I want you to be careful with this. Don't be encouraging people to do things that they may not be able to do. You need to bathe it in prayer and come alongside somebody. But when you know that you know that they are to hear from you, yes, you can, then you are going to be called by God to encourage them to fulfill their purpose. And in doing so, you're fulfilling your purpose. I want to close today's episode by just reading a quote from a book by Bob Goff. It's called Love Does. Now, those of you that are familiar with Bob, he is probably the greatest encourager that I know of. In his chapter in this book, Love Does, The chapter's called Just Say Yes. It reads like this, and I quote, I think God sometimes uses the completely inexplicable events in our lives to point us towards him. We get to decide each time whether we'll lean in towards what is unfolding and say yes to him or back away. The folks who were following Jesus in Galilee got to decide the same thing each day because there was no roadmap, no program, no certainty. All they had was this person, an idea, and an invitation to come and see. I want God to use you in this world. I want you to fulfill your calling. Part of that calling might be 
to get closer to Jesus because he has a special task for you. So just like the disciples, we may not have a roadmap. We may not have the permission specific instructions, but we have him. And I pray his insurance on you today that you would feel his presence as you live closer and closer to him and do his great work. I hope this has encouraged you today to start where you are, take what you have and do what you can. What's up, everybody? Thanks so much again for listening to this episode of the Encouragers United podcast. I am so excited. I want to share with you uh, in anticipation of the next couple episodes. I've got two great interviews coming up. One is with a young lady named Mackenzie Gantz. She has founded her own business called Encourage Everybody. I won't tell you too much about it because I'm excited to bring her on and to have her tell her story, how she's an encourager, creating and using her art gifts to provide those of us who are encouragers with tools to make us more effective. And also coming to an episode uh, soon is a wonderful high school track coach and teacher from the state of Florida. His name's Paul Bauer, and I worked with him when he was a student at Malone University, and we coached together. He is a marvelous, high-energy, high-impact leader changing the lives of young people as an encourager. You won't want to miss these two great episodes coming up in the next few weeks on the Encouragers United podcast. Hi, I'm Heather Erb, and I host the Shine FM MomCast. It's specifically for moms. Couldn't we all just use a little extra bit of encouragement, maybe a little tidbit of wisdom, or just a different perspective on how moms are doing things these days? Definitely encourage you to check out the MomCast. You can search for us on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere where you listen to your podcast. Just search for Shine.FM Podcasts.